Okay, so I'm sitting here today, February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day, and I am watching Andy Griffith on TV and eating some of my mother's pound cake that she's famous for. And um, my mind right now is a confused mush of mushiness. That's the only way I can put it. It's just mush, mushy, mushed up. I have to have my knee replaced, part partially replaced. And I have do- doctor's appointments, CT scans, lab work done. I had to go pay my bill today. And it's all been in the space of the week while there's work been going on at my house and issues with my kids. And my brain right now cannot handle one more thing. It is to its capacity. It is at its capacity for taking in new information. If I take any more information in, I'm going to lose something like how to put on my shoes or to not wear my underwear over my pants. I mean, that's that's how bad it is right now. And I'm 56 years old, or will be, in a couple of months. And this shouldn't be happening to me right now. I've had to text my sister and brother-in-law to check who's picking up my kids because I've got so many appointments this week that I have to take care of. It's crazy. They're, they're, they're losing patience with me. I can tell by their texts. There's no more smiley faces or it's okay. It's just straight. This is how it is. And I get that, you know, um, things are so complicated now. Everything is just so complicated in our world today. We we have we are in a hurry to go everywhere and we're we've got appointments and we've got work and we've got things going on at home and we're just going from one crazy thing to another i think that this is why we often don't spend a lot of time with God is because we are in such a hurry from the moment that we get up to the moment we go to bed. Um, not all of us, not, not all of us. There are days when I really don't have anything to do. I mean, there are always things to be done, you know, cleaning the house, putting up the dishes, whatever, but, you know, there are just some days when the kids are at school, everything's calm, no one's working over here, no one's fixing something, no one's repairing anything, I don't have any appointments, and I'm just sitting here wondering, what do I do? I've wasted a lot of time not spending that time with God. I don't read my Bible like I should. 
I don't pray like I should. I do talk to God a lot because I'm confused about what's going on. And I say, why aren't you answering? I ask him, why, why won't you answer me? And I hear in my heart, I would answer you, Carla, if you get in my word. If you would seek me, if you truly would seek me, I would, I would answer some of those questions that you have. And it's not so much about the doctor's appointments, you know, I know why I've got doctor's appointments. I got bad knees, you know, um, that they're going to have to be fixed. Um, I know why there are things going on with the house because, the house is 26 years old and there are things that are going to have to be fixed. Sometimes it's overwhelming and I ask God, why are things so overwhelming right now? And there's no answer, but part of me knows the answer because I don't start my day with him. And I don't take the time for him. And maybe if I took some time with him, instead of worrying about my blog or about um, why it's doing so poorly or the million other things that I think about, maybe if I took that time and opened up my Bible and read it, and had a sense of calmness and a sense of peace, maybe things wouldn't be so confusing. Today, it just, this, well, not just today, this entire week has been overwhelming. This entire week, it's been crazy. I, I, I don't know, I don't know how to handle myself when things get crazy like this. I really don't. I go, I, I, it just drives me nuts. But, um, you know, I came back to the same thought. What if I was to spend my day with God? What if I got up in the morning a little earlier and opened up my Bible while it was quiet, and I read, and I prayed, and I asked God to help me through the day to keep my mind clear and unmushed and un, um, I, I don't know the word, um, keep it from getting knotted up and uh, confused and, and everything. There's just so much filling my brain up right now. So much. Um, I think we, we allow that to happen. I allow it to happen. I am in charge of how my day starts and how my day ends. 
just like everybody else. And to allow myself to get to this point where I'm having to check my phone to see what day it is, is pretty bad in my estimation. That's, that's for me. Um, if I didn't have a phone to put my appointments in and had to carry around cards again, I'd be in that case. Um, more, more so than I am right now. I don't understand a lot of things. I, I don't understand how this world became so complicated and so busy and so time consuming. And I, I watch shows like Andy Griffith that I love. I mean, I love the black and white ones. I'm not too big a fan on the color versions of, of Andy, but um, I've watched all the black and white, you know, like a couple of million times. Um, and um, I marvel at the simpleness of life. And I know it's a TV show, and I know it's scripted, and it's made to look like that. And maybe somewhere in America, it's still like that. I don't know. Um, this The 60s, you know, 50s, 50s, 60s were kind of calm time periods in, in, in our history. And... You know, even when I was growing up in the seventies and eighties, things were 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 simple. You know, we didn't have a TV that had, you know, seven hundred, eight hundred channels. We had three. We had, you know, three channels, and my dad was in charge of all three of them, unless he wasn't there. You know, then we could pretty much watch what we wanted. But when we got cable, things changed. You know, could watch MTV. And, you know, uh, I loved MTV back in the 80s. I don't watch it now. Um, things have changed there, too. And I, I just don't, I don't watch it. Um, but... Um, I love watching the simple things, the simple shows where, where, you know, life was easy. Life was where you could walk down Main Street from your house and do your grocery shopping and pick up your dry cleaning and you didn't always have to go out in a car, you know, um, where people have values and people have morals and they didn't give you the finger, you know, for not doing 90 on the interstate, you know, like it's the German Autobahn, you know, um, things are just, things are just so complicated and hurried now. And I don't know what to do with it. Um, 
I've always been like a laid back person and not really ever been in a hurry. In fact, when I get hurried, I tend to drag my feet even more. I see, I, I have a 14 year old son and a 16 year old daughter uh, living with me. And, and my 16 year old daughter takes a long time to get ready to go out. I mean, even to the mailbox, it takes her 30 minutes. You know, me, I don't care. I put on my shoes. I go to the mailbox. I don't care who sees me. They, I don't care. I really don't. My 16-year-old daughter, that's a different story. Hair, makeup, outfits got to be perfect for a one-minute drive up the driveway. You know, minute and a half at the most. And um, everything's got to be perfect. And so when we go out somewhere, it takes her even longer. And my son is down here going, Kara, would you please hurry? You know, kind of thing. And banging on the wall and screaming up the stairs going, I can't believe a person takes that long to get ready. You know, kind of thing. Um, It just... Everything has gotten so hurried and, and we don't take the time to, we don't take the time to know God, to get to know God. We don't take the time to read his word and to pray. We, when, when we pray and we ask for something, we expect it that day. We expect it right after we pray for it. You know, and that's, that's another thing. I've been praying for something for probably 12 years now. And God has made me wait. He continues to make me wait. And I am not happy because God has made me wait. Um, our society today says, you got to hurry, you know, hurry. You got to hurry and meet someone. You got to hurry and fall in love. You got to hurry and get married. You got to live together. You've got to hurry and have sex and, you know, all those things. And, and, and if you're, you're still waiting around, well, it's never going to happen and you might as well just forget it and so on and so forth. But God is trying to teach me to wait on him, to be still and know he is God. That's a hard lesson for someone who lives in a impatient society. We want things to change. We want things, things, things to change now. We want things now. Even prime two-day delivery is too slow. You know, I mean, why can't they make it one day? Why can't they just zap things here? You know, that's, that's not how things work, but that's how our society is now. How dare Amazon take two days to deliver something, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know. I do know that I have to change. I have to change my way of thinking. I have to slow down and I have to get a hold of my schedule and I have to get a hold of my priorities. You know, um, 
one thing I, I always appreciated about Andy Griffith was that he may have been sheriff and it may have been a small town. He did his job just like everybody else, but he took time to take his kid fishing and he took time to talk to his children. Um, his kid, I'm sorry, he didn't have but one, he had Opie. Um, and it was a slow paced kind of place where everything wasn't crazy. You know, things were good. I wish we could get back to that time. I I wish somehow we could all get back to that time where we took time to appreciate life and 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 real life, real life. Sitting down, talking to our kids, learning and exploring what they're going through, talking to them about problems, finding time to do stuff with them, like taking them out to eat or taking them to a movie. You know, a a lot of people don't do that anymore because they don't have the time. I think that we've got to get back to making time for the important things and certainly God is important um not to everybody but there are Christians that I know that don't even have time for God me being one of them and I expect him to have time for me you know like in the idiot that I am um, I mean, I know God has always has time for me, but I mean, I wonder sometimes if he sits up there in heaven going, you know, Carla, you don't, you don't seek me like you should. You don't look for me like you should. You don't talk to me like you should. And, you know, why should I bother? Why should I bother with you? But he doesn't think that way. At least I hope he doesn't think that way. I I sometimes I just I don't know. Sometimes I don't know where I stand with him. I love God. I know he loves me. I know he forgives me of my sins when I ask. I know that he is working on my life right now. I know that he has some kind of plan for my life. And that plan will will come into being when it's his time. But I'm sitting down here snapping my fingers going, God, you know, I've waited. I've waited for you. I've waited. How much longer do I have to wait? How much longer do I have to wait for the love of my life to find me? How much longer... Do I have to wait to see you move in this world, to show your power and your greatness in this world? How long? 
How much longer, Lord, do we listen to the words of the prophets saying, you know, you're going to do all these things. And in, in the natural world, we see nothing. We're impatient. I, this is the reason I don't go to theme parks because I have to wait in line and it drives me crazy. And I can't take it. And I get angry. And I get to where I'm, you know, I was thinking at one point I was going to start carrying a chair with me. You know, some, you know, those nylon chairs that you see at sporting events. You know, so I'd have a place to sit down while I waited. Crazy. (laughs) How impatient we are. But then we pray to God, you know, that's. That's, that's, that's something else. You pray to God for patience. You say, God, give me patience. And so God makes you wait. That's how he gives you patience is is God, give me strength. Give me strength. And he gives you something, a situation where you have to be strong in. And, you know, he doesn't just say you're, you know, wave a hand over you and say, you're strong now. You know, he, he makes us work for it. And I and I think that he does that so we'll appreciate it more when we have it. I'm still working on patience though. I've been working on patience the rest of my I'll be working on patience the rest of my life. I'll be I'll be in a nursing home somewhere and going, God, you know, could you make them hurry up and bring out supper? Or I'll be yelling at somebody. Could you hurry? You know, that's that's me. I thank you for listening to me ramble. I I I don't know if I'm going to continue doing these podcasts. It, it seems like a great way to get out a lot of things, you know, and and hope that somewhere out there, you know, this reaches somebody, you know. Um, I don't know that it will, but um, time will tell. I thank you for your time. Um, I thank you for listening. And I hope that you will go to my blog. And um, there are currently two translations of my blog. Um, Indonesian. I, I, have, uh, in, I have some Indonesian followers. And I have put up a Spanish um, translation of one of my blogs. So, um, you know, if you know somebody that you can pass that along to, it would be great. Um, I appreciate you sharing my blog whenever possible, if you think it's worth anything. And um, God bless. Have a wonderful day today. And uh, thank you so much for, for being here. Thank you.